Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Now, we are going to do a bit of a Q&A if you have any questions. Um, it's always a bit awkward at the start when we do this. No one wants to get up and do it. And then like two people get up and then a million people will get up. So don't stress. Just get up and do it. You can ask any questions you like, either about stuff that we've talked about tonight yeah. Uh, you can talk about comments about stuff that we've talked about before, Pay or even uh, questions <laughs> for Dennis as well. You're more than welcome to jump up. Any medical questions? Oh, medical questions. Phone numbers that you would like. Yeah. Totally fine as well. Anybody. If anyone's got any weird <laughs> rashes, they want me to have <laughs> this gorgeous <laughs> microphone here. Hello, what's your name? Hello. Dave. Hello, Hi, Dave. Dave. It's actually a question for Dennis. Speak quite close into the. It's oh. a question for Dennis, Ooh. but oh, yeah. you guys can answer as well. He was talking about single people basically being, or single men in particular, being uh, excluded from the refugee intake. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to get your opinion on what we could do as a community to... um, (laughs) A physical community. Thank you, Kyle. To uh, actually combat that and and what steps we could take. Thanks for that. Look, um, first of all, there are some interesting groups developing in Australia, often run by asylum seekers and refugees themselves, working with people. I could probably give you a couple of contacts. I can't do it off the top of my head, but um, I can certainly find them. I think a lot of it, though, is when we get asked what issues are important to us, and I know that the um, state... uh, There's a state task force that is about to engage in a major consultation across the community in Victoria. I think it's important that we all say, look, we care about the reality that there are people in countries close to Australia who are in danger of their lives and we need to provide safety and refuge for them. I think it's important that we work with some of the big refugee organisations and the people who are advocating on their behalf, like the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre and Refugee Legal. There is no shortage of organisations and people. They need money, they need support, and they need political pressure. Agreed. (laughs) Any other questions? Stay over here. How do we reconcile the progress RuPaul has made for our community, but at the same time that she drags back the minorities of our own community. Mm. Oh, wow. So I think uh, action, <laughs> people need to be like my old... Yeah. <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, I think people should be held accountable for what they are currently doing and the actions. I think actions prove who you are and what your values are and what you're willing to do for our community... There's so many air quotes in this episode that is lost, <laughs> lost. in audio format. So I, I think there is space, and we've kind of done it here, to acknowledge the difficulty of being a, a queer person of colour mm. and breaking into such an industry and making such big waves. But that isn't an excuse or a reason not to hold someone 
accountable yeah. for their current yeah. actions. You know, you know, look at Margaret Court. We, we, we don't yeah. zhuzh aside her horrible yeah. awfulness mm-hmm. because, you know, she made strides within the Australian sporting community. You know, we, ha- we hold her accountable for some of the awful fucking shit that she says. Bit of a mole. A bit of a mole. I had a <laughs> Margaret Court joke before, but then <sighs> I just lost it and she popped back into my head. It's but, also, I think, the uh, way that the world works now with social media is like everyone is either, oh my God, yes, I love you, or we're cancelling you. Yeah. And the way yeah. that the world really works is a little bit more like yin and yang. Like, not everyone is perfect. And Rue was doing an amazing thing when he first started the show and has now fucked up a bit. And it's hopefully, I think, mm. we can pull him back into the real world or someone else will take over and, yeah. and, and be the amazing yeah, person. Yeah, I think but like so many people just credit all the good work he's done. Yeah, like, there he's done amazing like amazing stuff. We can't, yeah. For everyone. It's just encouraging him yeah. to kind of evolve I don't with the think time. people discredit all the amazing things that RuPaul's done. Really? I, I, I mean, feel like... Carmen Carrera called him Hitler. <laughs> like, I think he's got a Netflix show yeah. and like <laughs> 10 <think>? Emmys. <laughs> yeah. I think he's won more <laughs> awards and has more money than anybody in this room Look, ever I will. Think, yeah. We can 100% so I don't think that. anyone's discrediting. But in the context yeah. of the question, how do you reconcile yeah. the two things? You, you can't just think that he's shit. He's not just shit. Yeah. He's also done some amazing People stuff. People can currently be shit. You know what? currently be shit, but have done good things before. Yeah. It's like yeah. sex. You know, it's, it's great sometimes. <laughs> you can be good at it on a Wednesday and terrible on yeah. a Friday. It, yeah. it's, it's not like... this. We, we look at the world in such fucking black and white terms yeah. all the time you're either good bad mm. hot or ugly you know it's 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 not that black and white no, no, yeah. unfortunately mm. and it makes it difficult but whatever platform that you have and whatever community that you have around it, it it's your responsibility to sort of know what you're talking about and and what people's true values are uh-huh. before you chuck some dollars their way in anyone my else opinion. anyone else anybody hello else? how are you darling Good, what's you? your name Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Bonnie. Everyone say Hi, hello, Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> I also good, have yeah. a question for Dennis. Um, you said you're embarrassed about reading your old work, so I want to know what from your <laughs> resume you're most oh, proud of, I guess. <laughs> and why? Oh, I, love <laughs> oh, I guess maybe surviving. Um, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think... Um, I think I've been extraordinary. Lucky may not be the word, but there has been this remarkable reality that I was around and I explained how I fell into, literally, gay liberation early on and had an entree and wrote a book that luckily then got picked up, which is how I did that TV program. I also, ironically, was back living in New York at the beginning of the AIDS crisis. And also, one of the books I wrote was one of the very first books anyone wrote about AIDS. Mm -hmm. And I then went on and had a whole sort of semi-activist career in the AIDS world, the international AIDS world, which has given me a whole lot of insight into countries and situations enormously different to the one we're sitting in tonight. I'm not sure that there's anything that I feel most proud of. Um, I mean, as as a writer, one always says that the last book you wrote is the best. Mm-hmm. It's not true, um, of course, <laughs> but it's the one that's on sale, so you should all go out and <laughs> buy it. Um, and I suppose that because Unrequited Love is an attempt to actually synthesise a lot of what I have done, without, I mean, I guess I'd say, well, that maybe that's where you'll find the answer to your question. And thank you, Bonnie, for the question. Anyone else? I think this is the first time we've done a live show and no one's asked about the Sydney gays, which I'm quite thrilled oh. about. Which is <laughs> oh. Feel free to queue up. If you've got one, go stand over there. Oh, hi, Dol. How are you? <laughs> hi. hi. I, so my question's for you. Oh. Um, Dennis mentioned that this event would never have happened in like, the likes of Jakarta. You've been to Indonesia and like countries where maybe being gay isn't too easy. How did you find it? Honestly, like before leaving Australia, like... It was very daunting going to a country where I had no protections whatsoever just for being the person that I am. Josh and I had many, many conversations about intimacy and about 
having public displays of affection because we are very affectionate with each other here. Like, we're very, very lucky that we're able to do that. And I said to him, I was just like, I just want us to be as safe as possible. So when we were going into these Southeast Asian countries where, like, gay people weren't respected, like, you could be imprisoned and you could be stoned, like, we aren't being intimate whatsoever unless we're in our own private space. Mm -hmm. And that was really, really hard. They'll make out anywhere. anywhere. It's quite disgusting, really. It's gross. Sometimes I want to stone them. (laughs) It really gave me a really big respect for people who do live in those countries. And they'll catfish you. That's the thing people don't realise is that you go to these Asian countries and the police force will actively try to entrap you you into a situation where they can arrest Mm. or fine or whip you, you know. It, how it's, cute are they? It, yeah. I think sometimes we have this perception of like, oh, I'm going to somewhere where it's like illegal yeah. so I just won't come on someone's face on the street. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Boring. The, on the street. The, but the truth is that they will actively make efforts yeah. to... Uh, sort of which we forget like, is not that long ago that that was happening in this country. No. Uh, in in uh, Sydney and mm-hmm. uh, Adelaide and Melbourne as well. Um, mm. in a very similar way only a few decades ago too. Yeah. So it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. But Anyone else? Hello, darling. How are you? Hi, everyone. Hi. Good, What's your name? Thomas. Hello. Oh, oh good name, Thomas. Thomas. We are looking for a place. We could be maybe. twins. <laughs> yeah, we could be. <laughs> Same well, here, thank you. I'm asking this on behalf of my boyfriend. Okay. Um, he's sitting over there. <laughs> Hello. Hi, boyfriend. Um, yes, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> You're free to join. <laughs> um, he's a bit too scared to ask, but I'm from like I'm from Adelaide, so I'm not from here. But he's from Melbourne, and he did just you come to our Adelaide live show? No, I didn't. Get out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just wants to know how he can contribute to the Melbourne gay community. Ah, well, you're here. What, like, is it like just going out and having fun, or like? Yeah. So he, he mentioned the minus eighteen thing, but oh, yeah. saying that like. When you're 30, like you have to be younger than 30 to contribute to it. I thing. think you have to be younger than. Are you from minus 18? No, no, but I can tell you that all the time at Healthcare Yes. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, do you want to yeah. get up here? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to be on our after show this What's way. your name, darling? Mark. Mark, here's Mark. Start again, from the top. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. It's, it's actually, it, it's like any uh, person who is coming out or whatever, whatever may be the case. It's finding your way in a community that you don't yet know, be it mm-hmm. physical mm-hmm. or in other senses. And the case of it is, is a lot of it's of the stuff that we learn is by telling each other things. Yeah. By passing that on from generation to generation to generation and everywhere else around. No. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, with total respect. Um, no, not at all. Um, but I think like Thorn Harbour Health are doing things to bring communities together. They do this in country Victoria. They do this in South Australia. They've stepped mm-hmm. in where the Catholic Church said we're probably not the best people to do this. We would like you to come in and do this. We will support you to do that, which is amazing in that sense because we've come a long way from the Catholic Church being as awful as they are. Some of them are. Well, a lot of them are anyway. Uh, But the case of it is just step out and we ask each other and we have conversations to try and get that information out to each Mm -hmm. other. Rainbow Rainbow Volunteering is one on Facebook you can find. Thorn Harbour Health are doing something in that space as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I really, I really like this format. I love audience this. members asking questions. I know. Audience we members asking them as well. Do you guys just want to talk to one another? You yeah, can just, ask questions. Yeah. just chat amongst yourselves. It's all good. But what a wonderful answer. And so true, Thorn Harbour Health, which is formerly the Victorian AIDS Council, do so much amazing stuff. Um, you mentioned Minus 18 are also incredible. I'm not familiar with the over 30s rule about helping out... I, Maybe that's a thing, but you can still give them money and they do wonderful work. Mm. They had a thousand young kids march at... um, Mm. Wow. I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about the fact... I remember my first Pride march when I snuck out of the house and told my mum that I was going to go to the football. (laughs) 
Did she and, laugh in your face? <laughs> and uh, to think a thousand young kids marched with Minus 18 at Pride March last weekend, that is fucking amazing. amazing. It's really and, good. And, and, and how exciting. And the only other thing I'd say about making connections in the, in the physical gay space is just look out for that person that's sitting in the corner by themselves or looking awkward, and you might think, who's that weirdo leering at me? They're probably <laughs> someone that maybe doesn't have any... Luke, yeah. It's Luke. <laughs> it's, um, it's probably someone that's having their, which as many of us have had, their first yeah. experience at a gay bar <clears throat> um, and didn't have any friends to go with or didn't, aren't online or too scared to go online to find someone to go with. They might be sitting there going, fuck, how the fuck do I start a conversation mm. with someone? So that's the only other thing I would add to that. Or them, you yeah. could download Airtasker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just get Airtasker. Any other questions? The physical any space. other questions? Any other questions? No, we're done. Good, cool, cool. Good, good, good. Oh, one more, one more. more. Unless it's more. What time is it? This may be the most important question of the night. Okay. Luke, where are your pants from? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Those old things. Model those pants. (laughs) (laughs) I came in and was like, we're sitting behind a table? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He spent our entire soundcheck complaining about the tablecloths. My very close friend, Bathsheba. Donated these to me for tonight. Um, so it's always handy to have a drag queen friend yeah. because they will help you out of the tightest of situations. <laughs> Gorgeous. Very nice. You were at uh, Honcho Disco last night. I've yeah. seen you yeah. at that. I love your outfit. I know this guy. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I love the outfit. <laughs> we'll go way know. back. What's your name? Sorry, How darling. are you, Benson? My name's Benson. Benson. I Hi, loved, Benson. fucking loved your outfit last night, but I was... I'm trying. You know, like, I, I get up in the morning and be like, I'm going to try like, shit one. today. I'll yeah, be like, yeah. you know, let's try. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so this is the statement and yes. a question. Okay. But like, okay. When they were talking about you getting your dick pierced, I was just like, <gasps> a little bit stoned, <laughs> just doing the dishes, just oh getting yeah, stuff yeah, done. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, my, like sink, speaker, like sink, speaker. And I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. I've got this. I'm a social <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this isn't my first time at the radio. And I literally just had to pull up a chair and just be like, and I didn't even know if sitting with your head between your knees, like yeah. trying to catch a breath, even yeah. worked. I've never done that before. But I was just like, this is all I know. Otherwise, I'm on the ground. So I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, taking a moment. And the speaker was right there. So, yeah, impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did anybody else feel that way? It was like, seriously, with everyone, I was like, for anyone that for <laughs> older episodes. For anyone that hasn't heard the episode. Mikey, do you want to describe? Yeah. Uh, Let's relive it. I'm going to see it. I've got time. Mikey, get, get it out. <laughs> no, I actually don't have it in tonight. Um, oh. So getting your Prince Albert Pierce is a total experience. Um, they ask you if you have sounded before because they have to put a feeding tube down your urethra. Sounding um, is putting things in your yes, dick. <laughs> which is very uncomfortable. Um, and so they put that down and they shove a needle in the underside of your penis, pretty much. And they and the, way the, right my memory, the way you described it was sort of like a fishing hook going yeah. through yeah. and then coming back out. No. Again. Shut it down. Like <laughs> I didn't even remember that part. Yeah. Was that yeah. the episode where we all showed each other our dick pics? Except for I think that was no, it wasn't. No, no, no. I just whipped my dick out and you all saw it. So. No, he just stood on the table and Dennis, got it we've all shown our dick pics. Do you want to pull yours out? Wow. I was instructed, before we went on air, I was instructed by these guys (laughs) to go on Grindr, right? Yes. (laughs) And we had a deal. And the deal was that if somebody showed up on Grindr who was hotter than these guys, I wouldn't be here at 8.30. And I'm going to leave you in suspense to know whether or not that was a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so back to me. There was a statement there, but there was was also a question. Question. What was the question? question? Well, no, before I got here, I was talking with friends, and I I come up to the equation that everybody has masturbated at someone that they work with. Yes. You know, and, and the people who about, don't, oh, they're just like, no, no, never would. And then I'm just like, you have definitely done that. The fact that you're saying no is confirming that completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, surely all of you have maybe, potentially, I don't know, you tell me, have you ever just been like, oh, no. Oh, shit, I had a wet dream about so-and-so. Or, oh, like, no, I'm okay, going to go home and okay, make a special right. moment for myself. Uh, can I go first? Yeah, yeah, you go first. You, you may. Mikey and I have shared a bed and I've seen his dick, but it was never actually sexual, was it? No, no, no. No, it was just very, like, besties. Unfortunately, no. For the first couple of months that I knew Luke, I was trying to fuck him, but then realised I definitely don't want to. 
And I've just never thought of Kyle as a sexual person, to be honest. Yeah. Never. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think anyone on this show is like, quite awful enough for me to be attracted to. Yeah. Like, That's the nicest thing you've ever said. I, I need a special brand of psychopath to really get my motor going. So I've <laughs> had one yep in the audience. Uh, so no, I've never had sexual thoughts about anyone uh, physically yeah. on the show. No. Maybe in some sort of like weird mm-hmm. spiritual sense. But that's a, that's a different show. It's a different thing. Okay. You guys can okay. Talk to me about that okay. Later. I, one time early on in the show, I may have had like a little sex dream about Luke, and then I oh woke up and I did like ten hail marys. <laughs> I, I did I want ten details. hail marys. Tell me. Was, I hated myself. What happened? No, tell Look, us. I'm not proud. Tell us the I'm not dream. Proud. Don't touch me. No, I want to hear this. This is like finding out that your parents have sex. You know? oh. oh my it god. Like, yeah, I, I kissed the rosary beads. It was like a whole thing. Oh my was goodness. it good? No. Oh, was it good? I love it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Like, Dennis, uh, who on the panel have you had a sex dream about? Well, I've only met you guys tonight, so I haven't had time. <laughs> well, like, I, mean, I, I think you might have to ask me in two days' time, and we'll I'll do be, my okay, best. Right. We'll I'm an equal opportunity masturbator. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right, we've got one more, one more question, then one we're going to get fucked up. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to take this to a very different place. Okay, <laughs> let's, right. go there, let's go there. Let's go there. Bisexual men and women are some of the most, I don't want to say the most, but in generally speaking terms, some of the most erased and invisible members of the LGBT community. Um, And also face a lot of discrimination from within the community itself, Mm -hmm. physical or otherwise. Um, I wondered what your thoughts were on how how other members of the community outside of the B um, could take more action and be more supportive of them. Yeah, it's just a, it's, I think it's the same rule of thumb mm. as when we were discussing RuPaul or when we yeah. were talking to Dennis about mm-hmm. uh, people in different cultures and different parts of the world is to be aware of your, your privilege within the rainbow yeah. and to hold... Like, I sound like such a, 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 a nasty person, but to hold people accountable... Yeah. But when they're wrong or when they're discriminating mm. against someone yeah. and to not bite your tongues anymore. That's yeah. it. Even if it is... Call out um, your friends. If they say yeah. things... If your yeah. friends yeah. buy or raise it's where someone... where it starts. It's so... Call them out. So normal for, for, the, for the girls to be having a mm. kiki mm. and someone will make a joke about bi people and how they yeah. don't really exist or whatever and we have to kind of... Yeah. Hold our friends accountable for that and yeah. say this that's whole, actually a that's form of discrimination. This whole thing where, where from, someone like will say, "Oh, so and so is bisexual," and they're yeah. like, "Oh, that's a phase." Oh, or, it's just a phase. The whole no, um, like uh, bi now, gay later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's such a like, no. Okay. It's not helpful. And 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 yes, some people are at one point in their life heterosexual, and then some people, and then they go from that to bisexual, and then they go from that mm-hmm. to gay. But it doesn't invalidate any relationships yeah, they had while they were bisexual. You can't make assumptions those on relationships they had and those feelings they had were bisexual relationships, and they might go to gay for a while, and then they yeah. might go back, or they might stay the same, or they might stay bisexual, they might go back to... He- There's no rules about how this works, and just yeah. because someone, like some of us might have gone through a, a, down a similar path does not mean that that is what happens to everybody. And, and, yeah. 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 So jelly, I think baby. we do have a previous episode on bi-erasure and infighting. Um, yeah. yeah, I think we go more in-depth with We do those. have one episode yeah. where we talk about bi-erasure um, because I do think it's something that is culturally acceptable yeah. within mm-hmm. our community uh, and uh, we're just not being held accountable mm-hmm. for it. The same way if we were to erase any other member of our mm-hmm. community or... Mm-hmm speak as poorly of them as we do the B, um, you know, we would be cancelling people left, right and centre. So just get your cancel sticks out. Start cancelling your mates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think call it out when you see it yeah. and, and yeah. support your I think, LGBT yeah. brothers and sisters. With your friends and, and everything, that's the best yeah. place it's going to come from because you call out your friends, they respect you. Yeah. And, yeah, so and if they don't, not... shut them down. Cool. Great. Round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So we are going to move on to our Q&A section. Oh, yeah. um, so if you have any questions, please pop your hand up or anything to contribute to... Oh, got one right there. Oh, Perfect. Um, I am going to be coming around... Um, but just before that, we are going to be getting um, Charlie Treadway up just for a little bit of a, a PSA. PSA, please. If you have, that if you have got a question, stick, stick your, your hands hand up. I'll be around. Mikey's going to come around yeah. with the mic. Now, Charlie. Oh, go on, man. Gorgeous, Charlie. So, I, I, I hate to be. Are you a natural green? <laughs> not particularly. I hate to be even more um, sort of upsetting or moving than that, but um, just a. Uh, Quick random, or two PSAs really. One, there has been reports of a green-haired miscreant that's running around <laughs> trying to course sperm over the course of Mardi Gras weekend. Look out! The the, the second the, the second one is that um, so there has been reports by New South Wales Health that um, cocaine and also crystal meth has been some has been laced with fentanyl or a specific subset of fentanyl. Um, what that is is basically a super strong opioid substitute. And so it's important to note that, um, you know, there are things like extreme nausea. There are things about to recognise that actually both of those drugs that it has been mixed with are uppers. And I, I think a fair few of you in this room know what uppers do to you. Um, this is the opposite of that. Um, anyway, so look for extreme nausea. Look for... Um, these sort of symptoms. There are really great resources out there. So there's NUA, which is the sort of New South Wales HIV uh, Users Association. Um, what they have done is they've made sure that there are free kits out there um, for, uh, I think it's naloxyl, which is the antidote to a fentanyl overdose. And they're free at certain pharmacies. They are open tomorrow. Um, if you call them up, um, I have the number here, I can give it to you, but you can see me afterwards. You call them up, just get that. If you are planning on having any recovery parties, you know, there's no shame in it. I'm going to be going oh, until yeah. Tuesday. It's all delicious, oh, unless you die. That's not delicious no. for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is a yum that I will yuck. Anyway, so, so, what, so what we do, you come see me, I'll give you the number. You go and um, you go and get this kit so that you have an antidote there. It, I, I'm not allowed to mention this. We're not going to publicize this, but there is actually testing kits. So you can put a little microscopic amount and see whether or not that's the shady bullshit. So don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Round of applause, Charlie. Uh, the other... Uh, the other thing to keep in mind, so there's fentanyl, this fentanyl, if you're not a regular drug taker, and a lot of us do, Where's you know. Mikey? Wait, is this on? Oh, it's on. Okay. Sorry, Hi. just one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Yeah. If you're not a regular, a lot of people do have their first drugs, or, you know, only take drugs occasionally, and Mardi Gras is quite often one of the times that we do do that. Uh, if you start feeling really unwell, please do let someone know. Uh, all of the bars, all of the bars that are likely to have gay parties this weekend have also been set up with the, uh, with, with the test. Go to the bar and ask them for that. Was it the Noxalan? Yeah. yeah. I, also, I also forgot to say that, like, the thing is that this community, all of us have had a long history of 
caring for each other and we are our chosen family. So that when we're actually going out and clubbing and when we're actually trying new substances and it's just being mindful of your friends and looking for anything that is obscure that we haven't seen because one of our friend group has tried more than what we have. And you know, just being really cognizant of that. It's not like running around to go suck a cock in the alleyway and leaving your friend to die. You know, that's another conversation. Just be cognizant. Thank you, Charlie. All righty. Does anybody have a question? Anyone at all? Oh, we've got one down here. I'll come down to you in a minute, girl. I know you. All right. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, what is your name? You, girl. What? <laughs> Tom has, Tom uh, what has is to your name pee. and what is your question? Uh, my name is Kerry. And how would you compare Mardi Gras in Sydney to Midsummer in Melbourne? And oh, Midsummer. Controversial. Oh. Uh, <laughs> As someone that's How performed do we at both, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's comp- like the exact opposite, and that's yeah, actually yeah. very different. It's actually why I think it works well. Melbourne and Sydney are so fucking close; like it's so easy. Melbourne it's, didn't have any baboons. No. <laughs> 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 Sorry, baboons. Didn't see Queer Deluxe last oh, night. Uh, no. Uh, I mean, Midsummer, pri- Midsummer bills itself as a, an arts festival and does not try to be mm. a party festival, mm-hmm. whereas, uh, but, but does have some parties, whereas Mardi Gras bills itself as a party festival that also has some amazing arts attached to it. So I kind of think we complement each other. Yeah. yeah. Is that diplomatic? That's a beauty <laughs> pageant answer. Also, I'm really glad they're not at the same time, so you can go to both. Yeah. Having said that... <laughs> <laughs> We're here for the There weekend. are also some other fucking amazing festivals that we should all get invested in as well. But we won't mention. Gay times, <laughs> uh, tropical fruits. Uh, there's, also, there's wonderful stuff around yeah. as well. That might, if you don't align to either Midsummer or, or Mighty Gras, there's other yeah, stuff Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the taco girl. Why not both? Oh, I, uh, I love kind her. Por que no las dos? You know, Luke, Luke I, can I ask you an embarrassing question? You know how I said I'd only I ever said ask no you a to this. <laughs> you know how I only said I'd ask you a favor about a yeah. year ago. I said I'd only ever ask you a favor if I was desperate. Could you cover the next question while I go pee backstage? Run, yeah. <laughs> oh. run, run. <laughs> uh, we got another question, but I think do both. Yeah. You know, the gay community is testing us. We have Midsummer, and then we've got Gay Times, and then we've got Mardi Gras, and then the Comedy Festival. So it's the Hunger Games. Whoever of you makes it out alive, you know, good yeah. on you. I'm certainly not. <laughs> Mikey. All right, so on to our next one. Miss, <laughs> to see. Miss Mary Mack over here. How are you, doll? <laughs> uh, this is Mary from the Mary. podcast Oh Dear. If anybody knows Oh Dear. podcast family. Oh, friend, oh of the dear. Podcast. friend of the podcast. Hi, and we've got Morgan here as well. Hi, sorry. Oh, Morgan's there as well. Hi, Morgan. <laughs> uh, what's your question, Mary? What's up? I was just wondering, thanks to the microphone. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, whose show is this, Mary? I'm going to keep it. <laughs> it's going to be a long show. Uh, <laughs> it has been. No, I was just... <laughs> 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 what did he say? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, no, my question is, what do you guys think of Jay Fisher's OnlyFans account? <laughs> oh, oh look back. who came back. <laughs> Good Sorry, what? Right <laughs> what do we think of Jay of Fisher's OnlyFans account, Thomas? No, let's not be cunts. Uh, <laughs> I think he's like he's playing to the wrong demographic. Sorry, I feel like he's playing to the wrong demographic. No, just oh, no I we got some tea. Some who here is subscribed to the OnlyFans and has watched the content? Charlie's <laughs> <laughs> oh. got some tea. Now, now, oh. guys. What are we on? Mary's seen all of the content there. I think you, you're rolling the dice when you sign up for an OnlyFans. You don't know what you're going to get. I wish yeah. them all the best. I love when people follow their Yeah, I want to be... Sa- I, yeah, I, <laughs> Mary, why are you getting us in trouble? I don't want to... I don't... Yeah. Uh, Jay Fisher <laughs> tried something that didn't go very well a little while ago. Yes. Uh, and... Was it and shaving? I think I actually... I do genuinely feel that the backlash against uh, him and... Uh, his other untalented friend was not very. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. I, I'm vacating. No, it was the actually. Area. It was kind of. It was. It was actually kind of gross. Yeah. But fuck yeah! Like, why wouldn't you? He's yeah. hot. 
I mean, make um, that I mean, I, him and I. Do you know the first time him and I met was because yeah. we were very <laughs> careful about what we said about. Oh, absolutely. Their podcast. We, we, we were like we were trying nice to encourage. And yeah. there's so many fucking amazing queer podcasts. And so yeah. when, when it was announced that there was a, a Sydney based uh, gay podcast, yeah. like we were messaging them and going, hey, good luck and blah, blah, blah. And then mm. it came out and we were like, okay, well, we might get okay. better. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then the reaction was quite disgusting. But then, um, and, but then people were tagging us in stuff, even though we'd never said anything yeah. nasty about them. So Jay then thought that we had said something nasty and all this shit. I, I, a lot of people have been sort of saying nasty stuff about yeah. the OnlyFans. I'm like, yeah. fuck it. It's like fuck it's, it's, it. yeah. it's sex work and sex work is fine and, and that's fine. I don't yeah. have a problem with the OnlyFans thing. Make that coin. I have I have a problem with not having a personality, but I I don't have a problem with someone doing a digital version of sex work. That's my you idea. know what this the podcast is going to be iconic in like three years. I had a friend yeah. message me the other day, being like, "You're in the podcast world. Can you hook me up with a link to the Sydney gays? Because I miss it. I miss those glory oh, days." And they goodness. just wanted to relive it, and they found it on Spotify. Do you know, I, I got like, sent a version of the episode that never got aired. I know you did. Yeah. And tune into our I've Patreon. I've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in, boy. Please do love tune it. into our page. Yeah. Yeah, I had to fly <laughs> fucking Jetstar up here today. I'd really oh, love it. Ditto, if you did. doll. <laughs> Is there any more questions? Any or? more questions, anybody? Oh. 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 We we'll got this lovely gentleman here. What is your name and what is your question, sir? Nice Look at this beard. beard on this gentleman. So great. Beautiful yeah. beard. <laughs> uh, I'm Simon. And with you guys becoming quite a, a strong voice for so many issues within the gay community, if the current proposed religious discrimination legislation does go forward, what would be like your, your advice to our community as, as an initial response? I mean, I think, Ooh, I, think, I think we shouldn't be waiting until it goes forward. Yeah. I think we should be acting on it right now because uh, it's too mm. late to be acting on it when it goes forward. Yeah. We yeah. need to be very alert about this. Absolutely. We need to be as activated or yeah. more activated than we were with uh, the uh, marriage equality campaign. Without a doubt. Uh, you know, it's actually fucking scary, and I don't think a lot of people in our community and outside of our community actually know what it's about. No. Uh, I think that... Who did that article... Um, very recently about what it could do to the Christian community. Who was that? Someone oh, smiled. Oh, that was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone it was Jesus. Jesus. No, no, no. It was, <laughs> it was someone yeah. surprising, wasn't it? it was, was it the Sydney Morning Herald? Yeah, it was. And they said, okay. oh, hang on, hang on a second. If you actually pass these laws, here's what, what that law could do to Christians. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the Christian community is not that so gun-ho on it. But, yeah. um, but, that but Scott Morrison really promised yeah. that he would get it done by Christmas. Happen. He didn't get yeah. it done by Christmas. No. And it... So, no, we actually do need to, we need to yeah. remember that it's not just about, oh, we don't like gay marriage. It's yeah. um, a doctor that doesn't want to prescribe PEP or PrEP or Truvada. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, any it's contraceptive medication contraceptive for women. Yeah. Um, uh, it's the, yeah, 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 any 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 sort anything. of yeah, medication that T-blockers and that sort of stuff. Um, services like anything like and that they, and yeah. it, for people that live in inner city areas it sort of doesn't like sometimes you're like well i just go to another doctor but if yeah. you're a person living in a, mm. in a small town that has you know one one pharmacist yeah. or one doctor that's a really scary prospect uh and so we need to be really quite alert yeah. and we need yeah. to be worrying about it now not when it happens we yeah. did an episode about it and honestly if this bill passes i will be breaking that bill on this mm. show every week as loudly yes. as i can <laughs> Until they take the microphone yeah. off of me. Yeah. Uh, there is a. We've got. I've just been told we've got time for two more. Questions. Two more questions. Two more. Two more. Make them good. Make them work. You make know what they say here in Sydney? Here, ding. One. I'll get to you in dong. a second, sir. I'm Dan. just gonna <laughs> jump over here. Sorry, boys. You're like Adriana Exenides. Oh, <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> Hello, lovely. Who's lady? loving Mikey's kill? Isn't it gorgeous? So good. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> Uh, what is your name and what is your question, lovely? Hi, I'm Rosie. And Hi, Rosie. Hi. Um, so you were talking before about the uh, ads by ANZ and the AFP. So I haven't seen the ANZ one, but the AFP, you talked earlier about um, there needing to be kind of like a call to action. So when I saw the ad, I thought it was really clear in the sense that they were saying, here's what people are saying, but we stand with you. 
So I yes. thought there was a clear message and it was really standing with the community. So I don't know, I didn't quite get that from what you were saying before. Did you not feel that? I, uh, I felt like I understood what the call to action was, but the messaging, it, you need, when you're doing a call for, a, for action, you need to show what that action is and you need to illustrate it. I felt like they were illustrating. It's kind of like when you're teaching someone, you don't teach someone what you want by showing them what not to do. You know, if, if, I'm, building a, if I'm building a bridge, I don't show you how to not make a bridge. So, sorry, I, 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 I got what you were saying around that, but yeah. I think um, what they were trying to do was sort of say, um, point out the reality to people who might not know that these, this is what's been said about Mardi Gras, about your community and our community, because, you know, most of us think it, we're all one community. So, I, I guess for me, yeah, I was, I was just interested to get that point of view, because when I saw it, um, as someone that's not in your community but who stands with your community that I was I thought it was a really strong message saying we are with you you know like all these messages can be people can have their thoughts and you know it's a free country it's diverse and we may or not may agree or not, may not agree with each other but they stand with you so yeah yeah I just, I just thought, don't feel yeah. like the advertising campaign was directed towards people that that would have been a surprise to like we said in the show like yeah. I think it was something that was handled very sloppily okay. and, and not with the right duty of care. And we've talked about duty of care on this show before when you're using strong language yeah. and things that are traumatic. And um, Do you have a general diversion to police marching in Pride events? No, I'm not one of... No, I don't Just feel out of interest, I'm not having No, I don't feel... So, that's not why I brought up the police force. Yeah. Um, I just thought this, this trickle-on effect of normalising hurtful language... When, when someone, it, it's, sometimes we have to remember like what it's like when you hear someone tell a bad joke and you're like, oh, well, now I can tell a bad joke. And, and, and uh, that can happen with hate speech as well. And, and that's why I felt like the messaging in this ad had to actually, as shocking as it was and informative it was for, for, for you when you watched it, um, the trickle-on effect is that more media then includes those words which is more people hearing them when we actually need to just fucking block these words you know ironically enough through their own app um which i used to block when tom you know plugs trivia and <laughs> pluggers oh. if anyone is in melbourne on monday night it is granny bingo at the 86 come down to the 86 it will be the most fucked up granny bingo of the year because we will be cooked. everyone will be coming down there. <laughs> but I, I i i do appreciate you asking and and honestly i think that that ad wasn't directed towards anyone who hadn't heard those hate words before it was directed towards people who had Maybe, uh, all right, yeah. two quick, we're going to do two quick questions, two, two quick answers. All right. Yep. That's it. All right, two quick ones. We're going to go one here, trouble. one over there. Oh. Quick question, quick oh, no, answer. It's all right, nothing in it, it's fine. Um, hello, sir. Hello, how are you? Good, very good. What's your name and what is your question? Oh. Uh, oh, Leesk. Leesk has got the it. mic. What is your question for this evening? Sport, actually. Oh, no. Oh. Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, who would have believed, actually? Um, but usually in our community, people... Uh, we don't really fit in with within the sport community, um, and it is like clubs like ourselves that have openly opened our doors and allowed people of the LGBT community to come in and be themselves and evolve themselves within the sporting community. That I guess prior within the heteronormative world doesn't accept us, especially with AFL, because even with AFLW. Being lesbian is still something which is so taboo, which is just beyond just any form of anything. Um, so for you guys, I mean, you guys have such a, a powerful kind of platform um, to not only kind of push social and um, political agendas, but also give a voice for sports that uh, don't have that. Yeah. Mm. I uh, try to talk about sports on the podcast all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, but you don't know what you're talking about. You don't play It's just sports. that he makes up the sports <laughs> he wants to talk about. Uh, sports is a really interesting thing. So, I mean, one thing that we've always talked about is, like, we are four people and we mm. definitely do not rep represent that part. the queer community. Yeah. We don't even represent the entire gay community. We're, like, you cannot represent mm. Everything. anything in four people. Uh, and one of the things that I do feel that we miss out on is the sporting community, which 
I, I never used to think when I first mm. came out was a big part of the gay community, but mm. I've been hosting uh, trivia at DTs in Melbourne for six years now. And that is a bar for uh, a couple of the gay rugby teams and a couple of the uh, water polo teams as well. And I've realised it's actually a fucking huge part. And, yeah. and, and also in, in lesbian, in lesbian uh, circles as well, a huge part of the community. Well, uh, there's a market there, We probably do need to try and do some more <laughs> stuff about sports. Yo, my, my I just won't do the interviews because I'll be like... Mm, and you kicked the, the point through the stick. <laughs> how does this game work? Well, you are. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. houses, you know. It's like the house of extravaganza. You've yeah. got right. the, exactly so we, like that. you know. I just and, and I always just say to people when straight people ask me about sports, I'm like, I barrack for Saints Kilda, and then they just don't ask any more questions. So like, <laughs> oh boy, I love it. And they I walk away. It's fun. Yeah. My friend did a gig for the AFLW like a couple weeks ago, and they. I don't, I don't know why it was, but they hired a drag queen and a gay beauty pageant winner Amazing. to be the entertainer. So <laughs> they, they were in the middle of the oval, um, like m- hundreds of meters away why from the ground. Why shouldn't be that? That's oh, incredible. Like lip syncing. Yeah. Were they like just in bizarre. the grass, or was it like on a platform that they had? Just on the grass, oh and they had God. a vacuum cleaner <laughs> as a prop, and they oh were not pretending to vacuum the <laughs> bitch. I love and it. And they couldn't hear the track. <laughs> And then they told me the best detail, which is when you know, like, it's not the right environment for a drag yeah. queen, is like, <laughs> he said, I could hear my lips mouthing the oh words. <laughs> you know, when you're lip syncing, you're like, <laughs> you know, you know, like, oh, I'm a, like, oh a very goodness. far away, very far away from a speaker. Anyway, yeah. sports. I bring it up as much as I can. Yeah. I think they're like our houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we find, like we've talked about, families that we find. And, mm. and for some people, we find them through sports. Some people, we find them through the podcast. Or we find them online. Or we find them in, in, in clubs and bars or in houses. Um, so I think it's just another, another avenue for like-minded queer people to uh, connect with one yeah, another. Absolutely. So absolutely. I think it has a place. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. One, one very last. So, one more. I'm sure... That you all have drug dealers yes. to go and meet or saunas to be at or no fentanyl. <laughs> None of the fentanyl, but we uh, do have one last question. Meanwhile, just before we do this last question, if you are looking for a bit of fun, we'll be having a drink out in the forecourt yes. out there. We're not we're looking drugs, for somewhere to go. We haven't decided, so please let us know where to go. But let's have that last question. Ruby Bar, where's that? Brittany Bar. Oh, where's Brittany Bar happening? Brittany Bar? I want to go to Britney Bar. Jesus. What is Britney Bar? What is Britney Bar? Why do oh, people keep screaming Britney Is it like when they do like um, um, is it only Club Britney Madonna songs? or whatever it is at Circa? Questions. Yeah, but Britney? Uh, oh yes, I, I know yes. the concept. We did Kylie Bar in Melbourne Kylie five years Bar. ago. That's so. what <laughs> I'm familiar with the idea. No, all right, we'll, we'll talk after. All right. Sorry, what's the last Look, question? That poor so man is standing. We do have one final question. What is your name, sir? My name is Riley. I'm from the Gold Coast. Now, I'm sorry if my train of thought breaks faster than Thomas Jasper's collarbone, but oh. I have a final question. I like him. <laughs> I like him. But I was just wondering, um, us as viewers, um, how can we contribute and ensure that the positive messages that are shared are distributed more widely to sort of communities that aren't exactly exposed to podcasts like this? Go do a rural show. Absolutely. The thing I think a lot of people take for granted, and it's not until you have wonderful guests like Sultan on today, is that you realise that... Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not until you hear the story of someone who is literally locked up and kept away from their partner that you realise that you have a platform every time you walk out the fucking door. Straight up. And... That is how you spread, spread positive queer messaging to other members of the community that may not be where you're at, is by being visible and, and knowing your privilege and using it. That's and it. I think a lot of us take for granted what we've got mm-hmm. or we don't realise it, and that's a fucking shame. Yeah. Um, because some of us are getting locked up for it or that's killed it. or lashed. Yeah. hundred fucking lashes for it. Yeah, yeah. 2,000 lashes. And, and, and so I think the positive messages that we do is knowing our privilege and utilising as best we can and knowing that we're all on different levels. Some of us just have Facebook, some of us have this, 
some of us have this. So that's all you can do. Uh, Eat that watermelon, girl. Get it. Watermelon drop. <laughs> and the only, and I'm not going to do as good a job as the league just here, but the only other thing I'd add to it is just look out for the kids. Oh, not even just the kids. The people that look like they've just, they're a, a deer in the headlights at a queer venue because quite often people, um, and, and often they are younger people, but sometimes they might be older, uh, have snuck off away from their their you know, their mate's uh, bucks night that they've come down from the country for or or their family dinner or whatever. They, you know, they've, they've found a, a reason to... S- this place that they've been Googling for two years, they've finally found an excuse to go and sneak into that venue and they're going to be nervous as all hell. And I learned this from from Bruce that ran DTs, who's the, the most amazing person that's ever existed, that would always say, look out for the kids that, you know, you might think they're a bit creepy. They're actually just feeling really scared and nervous. Uh, look out for them in the physical space yeah, as well. Absolutely. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, I that's, that's all. It. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. Welcome back, Mikey. Oh, isn't that lovely? Thank you. Oh, that's so cute. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for coming tonight. And thank you so much for your ongoing support. It really does mean a lot to all of us. Thank you to our patrons. Um, if you want to support our live shows, you can sign up at patreon.com gaze revolting pod. Yes. Patreon.com slash gaze revolting pod. <laughs> yes. And if you go to the parade tomorrow, have a fucking amazing Mardi Gras. Be run. safe. Yay! Be safe. Look out friends. Have a good fucking time. And, and thank uh, you so much. Hopefully, uh, we'll still be doing this next year, so we'll see you all next year, yeah? yeah. They're yeah. playing Charlie! Let's get fucked up. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. <laughs> They're playing Charlie XEX. Oh. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.